It's time to turn your site into a money-making machine with net income on webmasterradio.fm. Your host, Jeremy Shoemaker, covers all the angles from contextual advertising, affiliates, donations, subscription, direct sales, pay-per-click, and more. Net income helps you get the most revenue using various streams of income. More money, more money, more money. Now, join your host as we bring on the bling, Jeremy Shoemaker. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the September 26th Net Income. I'm your host, Shoe Money. Uh, Jeremy Shoemaker, and uh, we have a few announcements to make before we get started today. One is uh, we have some new forums open at shoemoney.com, which are pertaining particularly to the show uh, about upcoming guests, you know, show topics, other places where you can suggest, you know, uh, show topics and and also submit your site for, uh, we're going to start doing like a site of the week, like a featured site of the week, stuff like that. So, um, you know, be sure to uh, check out the, the Shoe Money forums, you know, for more information about our about the show, um, we have some exciting upcoming guests coming up. Uh, next week's we're going to have Linda Bouquet from Five Star Affiliate Programs dot com. She's a, a well-known affiliate marketing consultant, and some of you may have seen her at many of the conferences and also around the forums. She specializes in uh, you know advertising and PR, and especially kind of like a like the affiliate advocate, if you will. Um, we're really excited to have her on the show next week. Uh, be sure to tune in next week and uh, also give us some good questions to ask her and call in during the show and all that good stuff. So, um, also with me as always is, well, actually, as of last week and going forward, is Andrea. <laughs> Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm doing awesome. I'm excited to talk to Andrew today. Yeah, Andrew Goodman is our guest today. Um, and we'll give him his little, we'll give out his little intro here in a second. Um well, actually, I guess we should just go ahead and do some because the other uh, announcement that I wanted to make actually would be a good one to talk to him about. <clears throat> so uh, today, without further ado, our guest is Andrew Goodman, the author of Winning Results with Google AdWords. Um, it's a book that really kind of changed me a lot, um, advertising pay-per-click-wise. Uh, really taught me how to write ads that converted or, or ads that worked for conversions and not necessarily for clicks, and it. It really changed a lot of the of the stuff that I do. Um, let's see. There's uh, Andrew is also the founder and principal of Page Zero Media, a consulting firm that provides search engine marketing services and strategic advice to companies seeking an online presence. He co-founded Traffic.com, an acclaimed guide to portals, and is also a regular speaker at industry conferences, Jupiter Media Search Engine Strategies, and Nielsen Norman Group User Experience. Please welcome Andrew Goodman. Hey guys, how how you doing? Hey, how'd you like that intro? Wow, yeah, yeah. We know. So we originally were going to have you. We originally were going to have you on the show. Gosh, I think when we first started, but I had a baby, and you know things happened. So, anyway, welcome to the show. Finally. Yeah, uh, and I hope you you guys like it. If you get the tables turned on you, and I wind up interviewing you, because I you know I'm a curious guy. Totally. <laughs> You can totally ask anything you want, anytime. So we we sure have a lot of questions for you. A lot of people have been writing in. Your book certainly, you know, helped me a lot. The uh, the winning results with Google AdWords back when I first started with my little experiment that I did that kind of got some in- attention and stuff like that. So um, I guess before we get into questions too much, maybe you could tell our listeners a little bit more about your background, 
um, you know, how you got in the business and uh, kind of what you what you do now day to day. Sure. Um, maybe I'll, I guess I'll start in the middle and work back and then and then jump ahead. Uh, the I guess in the middle there somewhere uh, in 2002, and I think it's a really good example that, you know, you guys probably agree that almost anyone who's uh, done something remarkable in this business, it, it was sort of centered around one little thing. And the little thing that I did was eventually became a Google AdWords handbook that got quite long and uh, that a lot of people uh, bought that ebook. But it started out as a, as a rant on a, on a Yahoo Finance forum uh, to refute a few myths about the brand new AdWords program. Uh, and it turned into a you know, 15-page uh, rant that I thought I might give away. And eventually I, I made it into a full ebook. And that really led to you know, the classic lead generation model, which I was dimly aware of at the time, which was that it became a, a kind of a, a consulting uh, lead generator. So that was um, kind of neat. Um, but, but to get into the business before that, I, I'd been uh, working on a Ph.D. forever. I guess I took that stay-in-school line and just extended it uh, for, very, for far too long. And um, at some point along there, I'd always been interested in, Internet business and you know reading business 2.0 and all of those things and um, um, so sort of playing with things in the background and launching traffic.com was purely a, a hobby uh, site you know purely uh, something that we launched to be frank out of some admiration for Danny's site search engine watch that we thought there were just other things to cover other than search um, and ironically we circled back and and wound up like the whole industry uh, focusing back in on search which to drive all the revenues of these big companies. Um, sure. so, so that's sort of the, the non-nutshell version, and, and from there um, we've, we've really tried to focus on growing a, a consulting business and, and working with our clients. Awesome. And, and so uh, you do the uh, – and not only do you guys do, like, you have Google AdWords, but um, at Page Zero Media you also have, I believe her name is, is it Mona, who mm-hmm. wrote the – I think it's still the only book on Yahoo's uh, product Yahoo, uh, blah blah blah. blah over, previously known as Overture, search engine marketing. It really is the only standalone Overture book. Um, there are obviously others that, that came out. Catherine Seda's book was um, largely focused on Overture, um, but I mean, people would ask me every year, "When are you going to come out with the the Overture book?" Because you did the the AdWords one, and I I could have you know put it out there, but I didn't personally have anything original to say, and so um, eventually Mona, who's really stuck with, uh, you know, it's one of those be careful what you wish for uh, kind of things where, uh, gee, I, you know, I've got all this work and all these great accounts, but they're, um, I'm the only one who's really good at overture, so I get, get to handle all of it, and, uh, and so she cataloged all of the various um, techniques that you need to use to really to overcome that we all are, are aware of as um, difficulties with that platform, and there are some advantages, uh, as we know, um, and the tough thing about that is it's, it's all these techniques will be different come January, February 2007 when Panama rolls out. Awesome. Uh, actually, it sounds, I just got a message that we need to actually go to our first break right now, so um, what we'll do is we'll go ahead and go to our first break, and then we'll start uh, with the questions that we got that were written in, so let's go ahead and, and let the sponsors roll. Stick around. Net income on webmasterradio.fm. We'll be back after this short break. Six million. 
$2.2 million. $2.4 billion. $6 million. Ben just kicking ass with domain names. Monty, 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 Monty. Monty. Monty, 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 Monty. 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 And uh, what, what's, uh, what's been your highest domain name sale? How much money was it for? It was approximately $144,000. About 150 grand. That's correct. Okay, great. You have had eBay by rent.com and shopping.com for a combined $1.4 billion. Monty, 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 Monty. Monty, 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 Monty. Monty. the master of your domain. Monty. Literally, probably 90 days after buying it uh, for $80,000, Interbrew bought it for $7 million. We appraised the property and helped get it sold for $3.4 million. It was the most valuable asset that they had, $6 million or $10 million on a domain name. When we sold autos.com for $2.2 million, people thought it was nuts, too. <laughs> domain Masters, only on Webmaster Radio. Be the master of your domain. Friendfinder. Friendfinder. The world's largest online dating network featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as passion.com and fastcupid.com represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With Friendfinder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at friendfinder.com. How do you choose the right affiliate program to partner with? Hey, all we're trying to do is make the most money in the least amount of time. The answer is simple. JoeBucks.com, the world's leading herbal affiliate program. JoeBucks.com is the direct manufacturer, so there's no middleman. This will allow you to make up to 50% the highest payouts on the net and also get paid twice a month. Sign up today and watch your income grow. JoeBucks.com. Now, experience the future of web design and development with a whole new level of efficiency, expressiveness, and simplified workflow. Introducing Studio 8, a compilation of the latest releases from Dreamweaver, Flash Professional, Fireworks, Contribute, and Flash Paper. Sure to inspire you to create superior online video sites and mobile content. And now, through this exclusive WebmasterRadio.fm offer, listeners can save a whopping $100 off Studio 8. Visit the online store at Adobe or contact Adobe Customer Services and provide promo code Webmaster Radio in order to receive your discount. Studio 8, your way to create. It's time to turn your site into a money-making machine with net income on webmasterradio.fm. Now, join your host as we bring on the bling, Jerry Shoemaker. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I just wanted to take a second to uh, say hi to all of our friends coming from Digital Point Forums, WickedFire.com Forums, uh, WebmasterWorld.com. Um, thanks, everybody, for coming and listening and downloading the podcast. And uh, today we have Andrew Goodman, who is the author of the award-winning winning results with Google AdWords. He won some awards, right? <laughs> uh, gee, I think it won it should have, anyway. in, in Belgium, uh, but I'm not yeah. <laughs> If it hasn't, it should have. All right, so <laughs> so some of the questions we had. Um, actually, I just wanted to say one thing about your book, too, before going into it. One of the, one of the very cool things about it, and I've lent it out to so many people, I, was, I looked for about 25 minutes before I finally found it. Um, just, it. It's pretty cool because it goes, I mean, you go really, really in-depth before you even start talking about AdWords, really. I mean, you kind of give a complete history of like advertising on the internet and 
all the way breaking down to like where, where the DMOS came from. I mean, I didn't I didn't know any of that stuff. So I think I think you know it's really good out there for people that are wondering if like something like this is for them. The book right now I think it's about ten dollars on Amazon, something like that. About sixteen. Yeah. So I mean, it's, it's super affordable and it's such a great foundation, you know, really for anybody who wants to get started in advertising online. Um, all right. So I just wanted to say that before I forgot, and uh, let's get to some of the questions here. Um, SEO idiot emailed and or actually asked through Andrea, uh, said in Andrew, Andrew's book, he suggests that he expects to see some cool tools, co- tools coming out now that Google AdWords allows use of their API. What is his current recommendation for third-party tools? Uh, that's a, that's a, a kind of a broad, open-ended question, obviously. It is. Uh, 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 <laughs> uh, I, I think on one hand, um, this definitely depends on your, your situation, um, I mean, first of all, what class of tools are we talking about? Uh, the primary tools that have been in the marketplace so far have really been uh, bid to bid to ROI tools, right? Um, and and those, so you know, that's what would I recommend there? I, I would recommend it for the class of business that would benefit most from that, which would be uh, fast-moving, large-scale retail, and and maybe a few others. Um, a lot of a lot of companies can get by without that tool. I think, mm-hmm. uh, and and we you know we work with all so many different models. If you look at uh, again enterprise business to business lead generation, that's at the extreme end of the spectrum. Um, but there's there's so many that don't really need that third party tool, uh, and some of the tools uh, that you need like day parting are now built in. Um, I guess one thing I do like is the idea of being able to run a study of of the impact of ad position on your conversion rate. And you know none of this is easy, and this is all just case by case, right? I I, I think you don't you don't go through all the work of any any complex uh, study unless you have that account in front of you, and it's your job to do it. But uh, but to, sure. to do that is possible within uh, I think Google Analytics now uh, technically. So uh, so one of the quote unquote third party tools is actually now a first party tool, and that's that's Analytics. Um, yeah, a lot. Yeah, a lot has about changed. as much as. Um, and that, and that leads us kind of into the, the second question, um, who Barnes said was, uh, it was kind of like the book, he said, the book is kind of outdated now. Is there going to be an online update? Um, right, and I think what I'll do is, and I'm, I'm writing it right now, is there, there won't be, uh, you know, when you work with a traditional publisher, they <laughs> they have their own, um, you know, benchmarks and metrics and, and possibly bureaucratic requirements that involve uh, a very old-fashioned way of publishing. So, you know, some publishers may support uh, online stuff and versions, and others don't. Um, the one I worked with, uh, I think, you know, we're essentially done. I mean, <laughs> we've done our right. bit, and, and, and that's that. Um, so so that's kind of how that works. But as far as I'm concerned, um, then I, I have an e-book that's out, and, and I'm working on a new one. Um, and I think I'd probably take a different approach to the new one. Comprehensiveness is something that no one has the time for uh, when you're like me and you're working on a lot of things day to day. But what I think would be really useful is hiving off 20 or 25 of the hot topics, and there probably are 50 hot topics, but the, the 25 areas where we can right now move the needle most and, and cover those in a little more depth for more advanced folks. So that's kind of where I'm at is, is working on that. I do have, and, uh, uh, sorry, i jump in here before we go any further. Another question was uh, they wanted to know if Andrew uses Google Analytics and what you think about Google using that conversion data. 
Right. Um, that, that's a great question. Um, I think my opinion has shifted on that. It's a question of what people say versus what they do, I think. Um, it's also a question of a collective action problem. I think individually, most of, like most of the especially smaller clients we run across in industries that Google could care less about and uh, um, the data getting to Google may not hurt them very much, on a very, very practical, personal level, getting a, uh, somebody else's webmaster or getting some other small business person um, to install code or to give you data is actually harder than it sounds. You can be delayed by, you know, by weeks when things bounce around. So what, what's so seamless about you know, Google's, using Google's products is not only that they're free, but that they're easy and that they're integrated. Um, so I think the tendency is going to be for a lot of people to make that calculation. Um, I talked with a large, a larger advertiser, uh, Sears Travel uh, in Canada, that made that decision. They dumped Omniture and went with, um, you know, <laughs> a product mm -hmm. made by a large company with the name beginning in, in G. Um, so people who used to be talking a lot about the privacy implications aren't really following through on that in practice. So it's very seductive. It's just whatever is easy. Um, uh, for people in their jobs, I think may be winning out over, um, you know, over doing the right thing and keeping that data right. private. So, do you, um, you, you are a, a citizen of Canada, correct? Yep. Okay. Do you, do you have a thought on why Canadians are currently excluded from becoming Google advertising professionals? So there, there have been some fun threads on that, and and uh, I always love a good joke, um, which I've tried to contribute a couple uh, to on, on uh, at least one of the forums. I do think like the response that I have or that anyone Canadian might have is, you know, by looking at the forum discussion, you kind of look it gets blown out of proportion. Like I demand an explanation, which isn't really true. I right. don't demand anything. <laughs> um, um, so it is it is just baffling, obviously, um, because of the many countries and people bring out Kazakhstan and so on, who, who, who now ha you can qualify uh, on the company level and, and not in Canada. It is. Sure. Um, so do I have an explanation? No. Do I feel up to calling <laughs> Google PR, yeah. getting them to hook me up with Sukinder Singh or whoever's in charge of um, that side of it? Um, gosh, that'll be an uncomfortable discussion, and I'm sure I'd rather <laughs> wait three weeks for them to <laughs> announce the, uh, yeah. the program. Yeah, actually, um, yeah. I mean, I think is, is there is there any plans? Have they announced anything that it will be coming? Oh yeah, certainly. People have mentioned said in a few words, you know, it's it's coming and that sort of thing. Um, then again, they said Google Frugal Canada was coming for a couple of years straight and actually gave me a date once. And of course, you don't always have control over those things. Well, it just—I find it kind of baffling. I mean, I wouldn't venture to guess as to why they're. You know, the the question is actually, you know, do you have any thoughts on why Canadians are excluded? I mean, I don't. I, no, no thoughts come to mind. I think it's very foolish that they exclude, you know, Canadians from becoming certified. But I think, I mean, you can still access all the tools. You know, you just can't use that, you know, and become a certified company and all that kind of. Well, I guess you do get bonus credits and stuff like that. So there's definitely some upsides. But again, I just think it's foolish. I, Next time I see Kim alone, I'll have to ask her that, like specifically. Yeah. I mean, the the, uh, I mean, the, the actually, the explanation I, I have might be too political in the sense that this it, is only at a company level, so it's only certifying agencies and not small one-person shops. 
So right. in Canada, who might a, a, an agency of any size, even a smaller size one, compete with? Um, each other, <laughs> other agencies, and of course, perhaps Google, uh, had, you know, in Toronto, um, who work directly on larger company accounts. I, I, you know, uh, clearly, right. uh, why they would not want um, that status, I, I can't really see that uh, at all. So, but that, you know, that's a potential answer, I suppose. What's what's uh, what's your thoughts? Just kind of jumping jumping subjects a little bit. What, what's your thoughts on the the whole landing page quality page issue? Seems to be a real hot topic lately, especially with the arbitragers. Um, I've personally found that the the whole landing page quality score thing is really kind of really overrated. I mean, I, I haven't found too much of a difference in landing pages as much as I found from account to account, you know, CTR over history plays a much bigger part in it. I don't know, what's, what's your thoughts on that? Sure, it'll only come up when, it, I mean, it's it's more like a, a specific editorial response almost to a campaign. So, yeah, I don't think there's any, like, sliding scale or uh, that you can, you know, optimize and, and there'd be small shades of difference between, you know, different landing pages and somehow that would improve your score. I think it's it, it almost feels like when you're hit by it, and when you see the ones that are mm-hmm. hit by it, Google is taking a stand. Okay, um, this is is a, either a scam or it's got limited so such limited information that it looks to our users like something's very very sneaky. Um, and you know, Google will state that p- part of the reason that they have this uh, formula, where they derive these formulas doesn't just come out of their heads or rules they have about usability or something. Right. It, it comes out of mainly complaint-based. So it would be almost like um, their search engine users, you know, the, the, when they get particularly outraged at an ad that sends them to uh, one of those pages that is particularly deceptive, such as, uh, you know, uh, uh, a lead generation site that that goes on. You win a free iPod and you have you finish sure. 40, 40 screens later and you still haven't... Yeah. Uh, Entered the draw. Yeah, and and uh, that, there was a question just asked in the in the chat room from Dan Nichols says, uh, is it better to have a new AdWords account or an aged account for beating the quality score? Aged. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I agree too. I would say aged over time with a CTR. You know, with your CTR averaged over time. I mean, right. The, I see that so many times. I I bid on a new. Or actually, if I make a new account, you know, and everything goes to five to ten dollars using the API, um, a lot of times we'll just, you know, bid on a huge number of of keywords for a d- for a pretty low price, you know, just seeing what we can get in. And you know, if you use a an older account, um, you know, a lot of times you'll see them get in for a decent price, especially if the same page. I mean, and this is this is another question I have to kind of get ADD off track here, but, but yeah, you'll see, you'll see it with an older account that has a proven CTR over, you know, especially if it's like a couple of years and you've spent a lot of money over time. I mean, a lot of times you're going to start off lower and maybe your prices will go up or they'll go, you know, inactive, but uh, whereas a new one, it'll cost you 10 bucks just to make that active sometimes if it's competitive. Yeah, I mean, I so, think that's... Um, go ahead. No, I think that's just a, f- a fair assessment, yeah. Yep. All right, Andrea, are you there? I how's am our, here. Our... I do have some questions for you guys. Okay. Um, now, kind of for every dollar spent on pay-per-click, what's the lowest return on your dollar you should look for? That uh, that does get us into, I think, what's 
where the whole business is headed, especially in a lot of industries. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at uh, keywords, don't know how good your business is, or they don't know how much your your product costs, or or how much repeat business you get. So they don't care, and they don't discriminate on that basis. So if there's some other type of business that that just has a better way of of measuring their repeat business, they have higher average order size, and all of that sort of thing. That means that the dollars attached to a fifty cent keyword are much higher than. Um, then you're in deep trouble. So, in other words, those guys may be, may be, you know, making 75 cents back on their dollar on that first sale, and you feel that you need to make a dollar fifty, um, and, and that leads to some of the head scratching, I guess. How do those guys bid so high? Well, it's not always that they're crazy, right? It, it is that some some companies are robust enough that once they pull a customer into the fold. There are other things they can sell them, and 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 they have a a stronger, deeper business model. Yep. Yeah, and just to go on that, I mean, I I think it goes back to the old what's a new customer worth versus uh keeping current ones, and and I think it, you'll see a lot of people that have done studies on that. Just this, this is just basic business. Um, it, it normally costs you a ton more money, you know, to acquire new customers, and then once you acquire the customers, then you constantly have chances to remarket them. So. Getting back to the original question of what kind of return should you get on a dollar, I mean, if you're just a mom-and-pop shop and you've got actual products to sell, I would say if you break even to have that person as a new customer, that's a win um, because that person's going to, you're going to have them and you're going to have a chance to market to those people in the future. Yep, absolutely. They're on your list. Um, you you know, and you may think of only one or two ways to market to them, whereas your competition maybe has a very good direct mail program, right? <laughs> so they're, right, you know. right. Yep. And whereas, um, you know, like if you're, in a, if you're doing affiliate stuff, um, like, you know, if you're, just, if you're just straight, like maybe you have a deal where you get 15 cents a click, you know, and you're buying at 10 cents a click, well, then obviously there's your answer right there. So, I mean, I mean, just you, you want to make money, but, um, you know, it's, there's a difference between if you're, if you're generating, if you're doing like CP, if you're buying traffic to send to, to an action deal, like, like we talked about earlier, a survey or win a free iPod or something stupid like that, then, you know, obviously you want to profit. But if you're just trying to do a land grab on customers, then, um, you know, I think just breaking even or, or close to it is, is pretty successful because you're going to see that customer over time um, yield more. Uh, all right, so let's see some of the other questions we got here. Um, got a big one. Okay, go ahead. Um, John from the uh, Wicked Fire Forums would like to know what's the best way to get cheap five-cent pay-per-click bids on keywords, or is that dead now? Is it dead now? I think that is a good way of putting it. Um, I think it's dead on Overture because it's ten cents. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, and on on Google, and that, that is something that if people have been away from this game for two or three years, they uh, come back looking for those. And um, you know, it's it's kind of neat to, to look inside your account and see that Google's new system um, will actually show you that your minimum is potentially lower than five cents. But that's uh, Belying the reality, which is, um, yeah, you're not going to find a lot of that um, anymore. Uh, you, it, it just seems like 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 that, you know. Inevitably, if you go along, even with a really high click-through rate, and you're bidding ten cents, 
that somehow that minimum bid will, will boot, boot you out. You know, something will happen, and sure. you'll, you'll be asked to bid more. Um, so, yeah, I mean, th- I think uh, click uh, costs are going way up, and this idea of finding um, exact matches and so on. Look, other advertisers are, are doing lots of keyword research, too. So you got three three-word phrases, uh, tens of thousands of them in your account. Um, yeah, maybe you'll get some of them um, quite a bit cheaper, and maybe some of them will convert better, but we're not going to be getting them in the vacuum where no other advertisers have discovered them, so eventually they are going to creep up. Yeah, I, I do. I mean, I, I love MSN for their, their cheap clicks um, for now. Uh, I, know, I know that's not going to continue very much longer, but I think it's actually already, they, they've already seemed to, to weed, like if you bid five cents on, you know, 100,000 terms, it used to be awesome, um, and now now it's pretty saturated, and uh, they you, you don't really get too much traffic from it. Sure, it certainly doesn't last. You actually got to pay more now. So, but you still can bid five cents on on some of this stuff on on MSN stuff. But um, they've been having a lot of technical difficulties uploading keywords, so you have to just kind of cut and paste and pick and choose your targets. But hopefully, you have done your data from the other engines, and you know which ones convert well for you. So, so you can just paste those in there. Um, on, on Google, I found that, um, and this is, uh, this is another question that people are asking, mixing um, the organic and, and quality, the, the actual question was, do you think, how much do you think Google uh, puts weight on organic rankings when they do, like, quality? Um, I don't know. I mean, I think, I think that's kind of what Andrew said earlier. I mean, just, I'll just jump into it. Um, is, is I think it, it looks like they might do that. And and I think I've said before I think they're doing that, but I think if it goes back to just you know looking at it from the user experience, if their organic engine algorithm is is detecting that it is relevant for that keyword, then you know it would make sense that they're using kind of the same you know technique to give you at least a little boost. I would think wouldn't that make sense? You think, Andrew? It would make sense to have that as as a you know even just quality, trust, or page rank, or any of those things as small factors, and, and then, then also closeness and relevancy to, uh, to you know, uh, all along the, s- the stream from your keyword to your ad to your landing page. Somehow those being somewhere related uh, matters. But again, just to fall back on the, the one certainty here, I think that's, that, that all matters more when you're young and you don't have a click-through rate history. So uh, uh, mm-hmm. what you fall back on to make sense of all this is we have to make sense of it less once it's mature because it's a, the CTR history becomes really, I think, predominant. Yeah, and, and uh, I work really close with the Pepper Jam folks, and I think you're kind of familiar with them as well. Um, and, and they actually... Uh, you know they manage thirty to forty million a month um, in in AdWords alone. I mean they represent a lot of a lot lot a lot of companies, and um, you know and so I, I was really surprised to see they actually have the keyword of cheese for six cents for one of their clients. So sure. I don't I don't want to disclose any data there, but they 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 can can say if they want. But um, you know I mean I, I was very impressed by that, and and for that listing they're they're up there at the very top. I mean it's like one through third position for that listing, but it's also organically ranked for for cheese as well. So that was that was pretty impressive. But when you're but they have a really great, you know, CTR rate, their account is just unreal. Um, so all right, so I understand we have a caller on the line. We do. We've got Ken Savage on the line. Welcome Ken. Hey Jeremy, hey Andrew, thanks for taking my call. Hey Ken. Hey Ken. 
I had a question about, um, I started a blog slash community site about a year and a half ago. We're coming up to two years now. Um, it's based on a health-related uh, disease, diabetes, and um, organically I do pretty well, a couple hundred unique, a couple hundred thousand uniques a day. I wanted to increase that using AdWords. I'm also targeting uh, subscribers to my newsletter, and I found that just some of the keywords, you know, I used maybe 100 keywords, way, way too overpriced for me, you know, just to, as, as broad as diabetes or something, you know, four or five words, uh, you, you know, using for keywords. Is there any simple or things that I'm just not doing correctly, maybe? I mean, it's kind of too general a question, but is there are any you, uh, are you just using, you can think of? Are you just using AdWords, or are you also using the other ones as well? Um, I tried MSN, and I just didn't get going, I guess, with it. It stalled okay. out, and I had a problem that I had to contact um, the technical support, so I just kind of gave up on it. I'm only with AdWords now, I guess. Okay. So what kind of competition are you seeing on, on these keywords? Is that I mean, that could be the entire issue is that they're just expensive. Oh, yeah, huge competition. Uh, WebMD, um, a lot of the... Uh, bigger pharmaceutical companies, and you know that's using like just diabetes as a keyword, but then also you know a three or four word keyword combination. I'm also still seeing um, some competition where it's you know forty, fifty, sixty cents a click. So right. I just have a smaller budget, so it's kind of tough to work with that. You know, on a uh, you know increasing my traffic wise. I, I guess there always is hope on this stuff, and and. I mean, right there, I think you kind of identify the source of the the high bids. Any anything that's going to overlap with those budgets at the pharmaceutical companies is going to just keep getting more expensive. Um, at the same time, if it's any kind of educational resource or uh, people are looking for content, then there may be a lot of you know two two word phrases you can try that that will somehow not be that relevant to these other commercial advertisers, uh, and whether it be Diabetes Site, Diabetes Info, and I realize they'll be bidding on those things as well, um, sure. and uh, that's just an example, but there's probably a, a short list of workarounds you can try keyword-wise. Yeah, I've only done a couple hundred, so I just haven't stretched it out too much, just what I'm seeing so far, so. Yeah. I mean, can yeah, cool. uh, I mean, you, you really picked a tough, and, and thanks for your call a lot. Thank you. Um, you really picked a tough area, I think, to jump into and try to compete with, because I think this also falls back on the kind of where you got to look at, you know, the, these companies who are thrown in there for diabetes. I mean, that's not a one-time purchase, you know, for for a lot of these companies. And so these these guys are willing to blow the budget, you know, to acquire new people because those are people that are going to order their diabetic supplies every month, you know, for yep. the rest of their life maybe. Mm -hmm. So if they have to pay, you know, crazy amounts per click, whereas you just have maybe an informational kind of site that you're looking to acquire new customers to and stuff like that. So. That's a tough. That's a tough. And one. and that is where you kind of win with organic. Uh, uh, Google is wanting to highlight content. They're maybe making it harder on those those advertisers to to rank well on some of those queries. So you know it is interesting to try uh, paid search, but uh, but here's where you know you have done well so far with organic, and there's a good reason for that probably. Yeah, and so um, Ken, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna send you a shoe money shirt for calling in, and I'm also gonna send you a copy of Andrew's book from Amazon. So thanks for calling in. Anybody who calls in today will get the same. So call in. Quit being shy. All right.
Andrea, do we have any more questions from the chat room? Actually, we have to go to our second break. Okay. I wanted to thank Ken for the call, and we'll be right back with you guys. Stick around. Net income on webmasterradio.fm. We'll be back after this short break. Playing the fastest game in town? Welcome to the Daily Search Pass. So the big news is Google has declared war upon the entire world. They've given everybody about a week to surrender and just submit to all Googleness. There's a summary that Gary's put up there from the New York Times. I thought, though, really the best line of this was apparently that one of the groups that's against this was saying, look, we don't think this, this is going to increase sales of books, what you're doing, Google. And all it's really going to likely to do is make people go to the library and start checking out books more. And then Google's general counsel replies, horrors. <laughs> we can't have people going to the library. The Daily Searchcast with Danny Sullivan. Tuesday through Friday mornings at 11.30 a.m. Eastern, only on Webmaster Radio. For the last decade, millions of visitors seeking top ranking have visited their site. When it comes to the internet marketing expertise, one name clearly stands above the rest. Bruce Clay Incorporated. With a flexible, time-tested, and spam-free process to SEO and PPC, Bruce Clay has become the number one choice for companies of all kinds seeking to improve their search engine ranking, utilize their latest tools, training, consulting, and services. Let Bruce Clay create a tailored solution to meet your internet marketing needs today. Bruce Clay Incorporated. It's time to turn your site into a money-making machine with net income on webmasterradio.fm. Now, join your host as we bring on the blade, Jerry Shoemaker. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. So, uh, Andrea was just going to jump in with uh, some questions from the chat room. I was. First, we have a caller. We've got Brian on the line for a question for Andrew. This is Brian, also known as Blackbeard in the chat room. Uh, my question is, how would I go about, say, putting a lot of keywords on AdWords, like 30,000 or so? I tried the AdWords editor, and it didn't work, basically. didn't and work as far as, like, um, like they didn't show up or, or, like, they were inactive? Well, the AdWords editor tool, that little program that they've made or whatever, uh, basically I tried... I went through the whole process of getting my data in just the right format so I could have them all and had them in different ad groups. And basically it said that I it wouldn't upload them to the AdWords system because it might be going over my keyword limit, but I've only got, say, 5,000 keywords in there to start with. So right. that I, shouldn't I, be over my account yeah. limit. So, um, yeah, that's that's really strange. I mean, using the API... I dump in probably I want to say three to five thousand a day, um, and I've had my limit upped obviously because uh, I think you get about sixty thousand per account. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, you should be able to. I think you're a PHP guy, correct? And yeah. developer. Um, mm-hmm. Get a get a development key. Okay. From uh, from the AdWords API, and then you can you can dump in a, you know a lot, uh, a tremendous amount. And then just just be careful and, and make sure that you put in your amounts correctly so that, you know, because they will go live very fast. Yeah. yeah, That's what I figured I'd have to do, but I wanted to know if there was maybe some other way because Google's default tools kind of suck for that kind of thing. Yeah, Andrew, 
Do you have any thoughts on that? I have no special thoughts because, okay. <laughs> because I'm, I'm, I'm the guy who wants it to be done, so uh, my answers usually revolve around someone else will do it or Google will, um, if we run into trouble you know, and, and the client is important, then Google should just help. And so there's always a phone number option. Um, so, you know, that's usually, it, it is the case that they do want us to, to put these keywords in, and uh, and I don't know if they want everybody to do it, but they do. Uh, you know, if you're if you're an advertiser or an agency, with, you know, with a relationship with Google, then uh, you know, then it does get easier. I will say that. Awesome. Well, thank you for your call, Brian. No problem. So, uh, Andrea, now do we have any other questions from the chat room? We do. Actually, Wicked EPC in the chat room just asked, "Is there any place you can learn how to use the API?" Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of places. AdWords actually has a lot of great documentation. Um, there's also Digital Point Forums has a tremendous amount of place where people have asked questions. And um, other, I mean, I've answered them in there. Um, other people have answered them. There's there's a lot of forums. Webmaster World has good forums for that. There's a um, Google just, group uh, on it that I think the Google people hang out there. So that's also yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, the Google News Group is a tremendous right. resource. All right. Well, uh, and actually somebody just pasted the link in the chat room. Um, it's code.google.com slash apis.html. I think that's kind of an overview for almost all their APIs, but um, that pretty much will cover that. Uh, Jason is on the line with us. Uh, hey, Shu. It's Joanne. How are you doing, man? Hey. How are you doing, Jason? Good, good. Uh, i got a question here. Uh, basically, kind of what I've learned today is that um, if you're new to the game of PPC, you don't have a lot of money, you're kind of out of luck with regards to using, like, Google and uh, Yahoo. Uh, so with that, what are the up-and-coming com- companies that are accommodating to, you know, small-timers and people with much lower budgets, I mean, like AdBright and so forth? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't characterize it that way. Uh, um, it, it's it's uh, actually quite possible to run a new campaign uh, successfully, but it, it, it definitely does depend on what, you know, what you're doing. And, and, and so I guess I'm lucky enough that people with, with just businesses that already work, and, and they can be very small, but it, it, they may be just people with years of experience selling in a particular niche. You know, it could be some kind of uh, candy that's only for, for one country or, you know, you name it. Um, these are, tend to be very small accounts, and they can do very well right out of the gate. Um, so as far as the kind of experimenting you're talking about, um, I mean, if you're talking about making money from, um, you know, from from some kind of affiliate uh, program or, or, or it's, it's hard to know without hearing what, uh, what the small budget is for, I guess. Um, yeah. Are you, still, are you still with us, Jason? Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah. Okay. Um, what, could, what, what are you trying to drive? Or go ahead, Andrew. I'm sorry. No. Go ahead. Uh, it could be either affiliates or maybe even a smaller website that you're just trying to drive traffic to. I was going to say, what kind of niche, like, specifically? If you could say that, that would probably even help more. Um, something like in the uh, sports arena. Okay. Right. Um, so let, let's say, uh, I mean, and I think the problem does not stem then from, you know, just from AdWords or Yahoo or anything like that. I mean, certainly, like, as a, as a fantasy football buff or you name it, you know, my friends and I have thought of a million things. You could come up with new tools and new ways of selling the stats or, or all kinds of uh, content sites. It would be like the perfect spare time project, wouldn't it? And the problem is in some of these fields, there's the same, guy, you know, the same idea is, is out there. Mm-hmm. And to di- so to differentiate yourself from all of the others becomes the big problem. 
Um, and yeah, the, the cost of keywords is high. I just don't think that the, that problem gets solved by, um, you know, by finding the, another place to advertise. We're talking about where do the searches come from, and the searches by and large come from you know Google, Yahoo, MSN, and Ask. And um, so the smaller, I guess, the smaller opportunities, um, you know, they're along the same lines. It's just additional contextual inventory that's that's out there and I don't know that that solves anything or makes it does anything special so I think then it becomes viral stuff viral tactics and guerrilla tactics like any new business you know a multi a multitude of uh, of different uh, tactics that kind of uh, break through to, to enthusiasts who are going to spread the word on you right yeah just, and just jumping on the back of that and thanks for your call Jason um, is uh, you know with if you're going to experiment with LookSmart or AdBright, stuff like that, a lot of times you'll need to implement your own kind of geotargeting uh, solution so that, you know, any, anything that doesn't, if you have an offer or something that's, you know, geared toward U.S. stuff and you buy, you know, a couple hundred or a thousand dollars worth of traffic from LookSmart or something else and you get a lot of foreign stuff, I mean, you just don't know always what you're going to get. So whereas with the, you know, with Yahoo, Google, and MSN, you can pretty much target, you know, exactly where it's coming from. So it's going to, you know, you can get it for less from LookSmart and a lot of those other Miva and those other places, but you're going to have to do a lot more legwork on your end. So, um, and we have, uh, we have one more caller with us, um, Anne. Hello. Hi, Anne. Hi. I have a question about click fraud and how an agency should go about an agency with a large volume of clients go about managing that. Everything that I've read is basically you're kind of opted into it. Um, any thoughts on ways to management, manage it or how to proceed with both Google and Yahoo? When you say you're opted into it, what do you mean? From what I've read is that if you don't do anything and you were advertising dur during a certain amount of time, you are included in it. Oh, you're talking about the, the class action suit? Correct. Oh, okay. So, you know, the big, all the paperwork that goes out, I just, I'm really trying to protect my clients, the agency, and also kind of get to the to the bottom line the quickest way, because I've got a list of to-dos that goes on forever, if you know sure. what I mean. <laughs> so, there, I mean, there's, I'd love to hear other people's opinions on this one, because anything legal, I, I definitely don't want to have my opinion as the opinion, um, but uh you know, there's two ways to go on that. Um, one is to advise your clients on legal issues, and another is to not advise them on legal issues. You may, yeah, you may not have a choice, right? Um, uh, but but certainly, like uh, with a probably a smaller client base than yours, uh, I uh, I do my best to uh, advise less on specifically those is issues, and that's just me. Um, but I, I'm I want to be careful. With those are and because that that you know at the you're not really in a way you're not really um, the plaintiff responsible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, while I am I, managing it, I'm not legally responsible right. to go and execute it and get the credit or whatever they're giving us. It's almost to me as more of right. a hassle than it is to actually proceed with it. In my own opinion, sure. Yeah, they, you, you may you. want to. Sorry. Uh, you may want to weigh the the amount <laughs> that that is going to be recouped versus the time spent. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Ann, for the call. Um, sure. I was going to say my recommendation, and I'm not a lawyer, um, and, you know, the opinions expressed on the show are not the fault of Webmaster Radio, disclaimer, um, is basically that I, I've recommended to people that they don't 
um, get on board with this just because if you really read the fine print, and again, you should have your lawyer go over it, but it kind of locks you in from taking further action. One thing that I do is um, I've developed my own in-house system to detect fraudulent clicks, and it's very simple. All it does is just shows uh, duplicate IPs and, you know, when they came in. And all I do at the end of the month is I send this to, you know, MSN, to Google, and to other people. And MSN has been very accommodating in refunding me and crediting my account, you know, instantly for what I spent. So that was... That's been very, very cool and very easy. AdWords, on the other hand, hasn't been so easy to work with, but I believe that they are getting something in place for that. And I think all of them, and this is just my kind of predicting the future from what I've talked to various people, they're going to come up with a standard format that they're going to accept from people. And you're going to be able to generate, basically, you're going to, from your Apache logs and other things, um, you'll just be able to generate a list and then just send them at the end of the month, and then they'll cross-reference out with that, their data and stuff like that. And I think that it depends on who you are and stuff like that, but um, I can see them just all getting one format down, you send them a list. But, but as far as click fraud goes, I mean, you really almost have to, exp- I mean, just it's, it's a shame, but you really just have to budget for it that it's going to be there, a small percentage. I'm not seeing nearly the numbers that people are talking about, like 20 30%. I'm only seeing about 7%. But but my target but my uh, my targeting I don't run on content networks I only run on search networks so uh, what, what do you think about that Andrew Well it is uh, interesting now that Google formally has the the stat that you can look at in in the reporting area um, that gives you the raw number of clicks they deemed invalid and and to see the variation in that by um, by ad group and 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 so on by keyword. Um, and you know whether or not you agree with Google's exact number that the, the number the real number could be higher, and obviously there are you know ways to track it on your own as well. But w- we do notice interesting variations in that. And but I have seen yeah. the numbers that they report between maybe between two and eight percent. So if you double that, uh, it's between four and sixteen. Um, but the eight is the one that makes you wonder. And and those are on search. Um, they really are, as far as I can tell from types of keywords that I'm looking at, they have to be malicious clicks from competitors, which mm-hmm. does boggle my mind uh, at this point that, you know, they, in such high volumes that competitors are out there, even for some fairly, fairly large companies, clicking away on each other's ads like, like kindergartners. Yeah. So, so you're not going to believe this, but we're almost out of time. Did you, did you have some questions for me that you wanted to ask? Yes, I did. <laughs> okay, so, um, fire away. So I, I just heard through the grapevine that you had a, um, a keyword competitive intelligence tool, um, and, and I didn't figure out what it actually did. So I guess I'm, I'm trying to get you to spill the beans on, on, on what, how that thing actually operates or if there's anything more you can say about the, the, kind of mm. the techniques involved in that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can't. Unfortunately, I can't really say exactly how it's being done. But basically, yeah, for right now, it seems we're just tweaking it more and more and more. Um, and it's it's kind of. I mean, I really just can't go into it too much. It works works pretty well, and I've done it basically about anybody that emails me a domain. I pretty much will send them a keyword list, you know, so of what that domain's bidding on. I stopped. I did it like openly for an hour on my blog and had quite a bit of results and and stuff like that, and I've done it on a few forums. But, yeah, it's something um, I'm not sure if, if we're going to open the product up uh, eventually, but uh, maybe. 
and and even then we probably won't disclose exactly how we're doing. It's not rocket science, I can tell you that. It's just something that we came up with a different approach. So Right, and there are guesses out there, and we'll just have to leave them at that, I yeah. guess. Um, I guess uh, some people are sending you their competitors' domains, and you, you were nice enough to give samples. Did anyone sure. send you their one that they actually run themselves so that they can uh, check it against your list? Yeah, a few people did, and um, most of the of the UK ones I was way off on. So there's definitely um, I'm having issues pulling foreign ones, but I think that that'll be fixed really soon. I think I just need to geographically come from those areas, and then I will see like all the all the lists. So um, I think that was the problem there. But for most of the US ones, it was money on the spot. A few people actually emailed me and asked me to please remove their list off of there, so I didn't, but, you know, whatever. Can, can I ask one more thing? Would it have sure, to be a totally. running account? Would it have to be uh, enabled for you to un, uh, get the keywords? Um, no, because we were caching the data for 30 days. So, I mean, it's been running for 30 days. It should, if it's been running within 48 hours, it should have it. I should be able to have it, but... Um, otherwise, Let's say it's, it's been just, paused for a month. Would you be able to do anything? Probably not. Okay. Shouldn't be able to come up with it. Okay, I'm I'm getting warmer. Okay, yeah. All right. Well, is that is that it? Is that it for the questions? Yeah, I think I'll stop. Okay. All right. Well, I can't thank you enough for coming on. Um, it's been really good. This this hour has just flown by. Um. So can we can we get you to come on again, maybe when you release your second book, and we'll take uh, more questions and have more calls? Be happy to. Awesome. Well, Thanks, thank Doug. you. Thanks very much. And also, um, Andrea, Andrea has something here uh, before we go. Well, I did want to bring up something new that we brought on to our forums, Um We're going to start a Shoe Money Spotlight where our listeners can submit their sites, um, which we're going to basically discuss, um, just bring up on the show, and also we're going to put it up on our blog on shoemoney.com, just a way to kind of give our listeners um, a site to see where people just like them are using, you know, innovative uh, internet marketing. So feel free to submit your sites on forums.shoemoney.com. All right, everybody. Um, And thank you, Andrea. Wonderful job. Thank you, Andrew, for coming on, and uh, Moto, whatever the heck that means. Everybody, we'll see you next week.